What is up? Howdy doody. How's your week been, eh? You've been doing pretty good. Well, congratulations. You made it to Thursday. So you get a new episode. I'm rewarding you. You've done a good job. Keep going. Pop this one in, push play, sit back, and feel completely blown away by the absurd things that we talk about on this episode. It was a non-stop conversation from the moment I hit record until the moment I hit stop. Josh and I just kept riffing off each other, just kept digging ourselves deeper and deeper into the rabbit hole, just keep on going. Granted, we do talk about specific things, it is pretty mind-bending. Josh has a very different perspective on a lot of things, which is fantastic. Everyone should always be given a different perspective. Okay, because guess what? Your own personal perspective is... Shit. Shit. It means nothing if you have no other perspective or opinion or viewpoint to compare to. It means absolutely trash. No, we need to learn. We need to grow. And we need people to say really weird shit that we would never have even remotely thought about. We all need a Joshua Jarman in our lives. And we finally have him on recording. We have a piece of his soul here for you to enjoy. And enjoy, I hope you do. This episode is brought to you by Baked Cat Studio. Content creation is what we do. We have wonderful ideas. Whether it is a product or service or illustration or graphic design or anything that you could possibly think that would make your business better. Email me. We can work together. I'm also a watercolor artist and this is what we do in Baked Cat Studio. A whole bunch of weird oxens and shenanigans. But we do good work, and we're solid, and we do enjoy working with a lot of people, and we have a lot of creative ideas. So, we could make your business better when we work together. Just let me know when we want to meet together to create great things. Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa! Jim, it's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said, just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. Oh, I even ordered another splitter that goes into the, this that connects through like a aux cord so that it goes into my computer so I can do like FaceTime and Skype calls and it records it. Oh, I know what you mean. So you, you have something now where when it comes out of here, or you have it ordered, that'll come out of here and go straight in as another. Yeah. Gotcha. Right? That's nice. Yeah. That, and then anything you bring up on your laptop will be in the mix. Yeah. I had to do some research. I was pretty proud of myself for that one. That's I'm a good one. That's a good one, man. I didn't do any of that. I got my brother who lives in Vegas that is doing like a stand-up comedy. So I've been wanting to try to get him on here somehow, and then I want to get like Slayton, like other people that are just not in town. 
just have something different, like something out of the loop. Yeah, yeah. it would be easy, I thought, like if I could just somehow do it. And then we listened to another podcast that didn't sound bad at all when someone was talking through Skype. I was like, okay. Yeah, that would be cool. Definitely. So, so you could do that from here without having them physical, like physically here do it, right? using the internet. It's a good idea. Perks of the new age, man. Do you have internet at your bus? Right now I do. It's parked on a farm where I'm kind of utilizing theirs. It's just close enough. So, so we uh, could do that from your bus. Yeah, for sure. That would be really awesome. You're welcome too. If only we had like holograms, like Star Wars, like you were just like visually kind of here. <laughs> But it was just like a recorded call. We're in like this this bus house and we're just chilling. We're like, oh, wow, this is nice and humble. Yeah, let me bring up something on my hologram for you real quick. And you can, <laughs> like, I already feel like that with internet in this bus. I'm like, this thing was built in 91. It would have never expected. Oh, you know, dude, like golden years, though. 91. Yeah. Everything like the future creations that they came up with, like what they thought this was going to look like. Spot on. I feel like, yeah, oh yeah, they nailed it for sure. <laughs> kind of, yeah. They there was definitely overshooting what with the floating cars and things, and we just we never get the cool stuff, man. We never no. get the things you want. Like, where is my hoverboard? Where are those aspects of the future that everybody looked forward to? Instead, we get like monitoring systems all over the place, smartwatches with cameras facing us, and like, right. all kinds of strange things nobody really banked on initially. Expect to. I feel like if you had brought that up back then, we would not have signed on. Right. Like, hey, you're going to need to use your face to use this device to call people. Like, nope, fucking sign me out. I don't want that shit. Like when the AOL instant, uh, well, the internet disks were passed out and everybody in America got <laughs> yeah. them. Like, now I think about it, said America online. I was like, wow, that was literally us, like, putting a flag in the ground saying, okay, well, now we have internet too. Uh, oh, but anyway, if, if someone said, hey, put this in They're like all right cool i'll do it and i'm like but in 20 years <laughs> we tell you what this is about to be go ahead decide who your top four friends are in life because they want to know it <laughs> it's so bizarre to think of like it came just so quickly it's like the rate of the exponential growth or something like that like the faster we get at making technology the faster we can actually like make and come up with technology it's it, like impounds upon itself so, like, the rate of shit is so fucking crazy, man. Like, I think we're if we can convince enough people to th think a certain thing is possible, it then becomes available and can exist. I think that that's something Tesla knows. Like, this Elon Musk, mm -hmm. he kind of looks at the audience, all the people, we're like, wow, you're the first to make this cool-looking Cybertruck thing, and it's all badass and stuff. And he just kind of snarks back at them. He's just like, all I'm doing is convincing you fools to think about it, and then I get to build more crazy, like, <laughs> eventually free energy will be here because so many people will believe it is possible. Maybe. I mean, what do I know? That was... A bold statement. Perhaps so, but right now there are a lot. There's a lot of doubt, and it will never happen because people think we need Earth and people. So mm. we just need someone to convince us otherwise. <laughs> we need the proper brainwashing. Yes. All right, I like that. It's kind of interesting, right? We've been brainwashed to to think the things we have now. Are, I mean, dude, they're probably going to shave me, and collect my wool. They might. That <laughs> <laughs> Took a weird turn there. I was like, you get it? Yeah. I'm a sheep. I'm a sheep. <laughs> so useful and helpful, though. It's like a, I don't know, like a friend you know is a bad influence, but you like hanging out anyway. That's kind of what technology Double is. Double-edged sword. Yeah. You know? Most definitely. Not going anywhere. It's going to continue getting bigger and better and more capable, and so will we because our it's, it has to do with perception, man. I literally did see someone using a hoverboard 
like two days ago. Like in, in real life? Okay, no. Yeah, talk, talk to me. Through the internet, of course. It was. Have you seen the one where they have, like, it's almost like an Iron Man suit? So they have, like, air cannons, basically, on their arms and their forearms and stuff. And gotcha. it's powered to, like, a jetpack. I think I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, so that dude was using a hoverboard and, like, kind of helping it stay afloat because it wasn't putting his full weight on it. So the board could hover because he had the extra jetpack. So he had propulsion on his hands in order to keep his body balanced, but he had a board under his feet. And the board could hover on its own. So he was, like, flying around. That's weird. On a hoverboard. That's almost what I want, but it's not. I feel like that's hover arms which is maybe more badass but so much more work you can't just like hop on that and go in between classes unless you're like mega man you can carry the weight of these things <laughs> yeah. on your arms you, you kind of did look like mega man <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> so mega man was just a person with like oh, rockets on his hands so that's definitely the way it's going to go though in the terms of hoverboards and shit like that totally going to go military first well as soon as we get cybernetics in our in our minds and in like our bodies physically, then we're we're going to have upgrades oh, that yeah. will come. But right now, they just have to kind of like tie tie the net the knot between technology and our minds. And I think we're getting there. Yeah, I think it's really funny. Was it uh, Amazon or Microsoft just released the the portal? The portal they call it, which is essentially just a device used only for video calls. Like, does that? You know what I'm talking about or no? Yeah, but my brain went straight to like a real portal. Right. So I'm a little disappointed right now. But what's crazy about that is if you think about it being a portal, a real portal, when you turn it on and you watch a live event like a football game hundreds of miles away and it's in real time, it is like you're looking through a wormhole and seeing that spot happen exactly at the same time. It is a portal. We just say it's not a portal because we're like under the guise of technology. Like technology is magic. It's the same thing. Dude, that's a crazy point. Isn't that crazy? So now they're getting really bold and they're naming the devices. The, the like, like you, we're doing this on a MacBook Air. Air being the means used to transport this communication to our eyes and our <laughs> ears. And they just boldly state the magical aspect of it. It's weird, man. Like we're going oh back God. into that, I don't know, rambling, but this is why I'm here, I guess, right? No, most definitely. Keep going. <laughs> I just think it's cool, man. We're in for a treat to watch this unfold in front of us. That's exactly how I feel. And like because yeah. of the rate of growth, we're gonna see some crazy shit. And I There's don't... already plenty of crazy shit, honestly. I follow this tech thing on Instagram and I, almost every other day there's just something that I'm reading about and is completely mind blowing. Like someone was doing a face transplant. I have heard of that. And there's just like a picture of doctors all just like very stoically staring down at this face that is sitting on a tray, like propped up, <laughs> like the entire like face off, like face, and they're all just like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna go on someone else's face," and like the it was a failed suicide attempt, and so somehow this girl got a new face. That, you know, that's some intense stuff, man. But we are able to do it. Oh, they succeed. There are success stories. The consequences of that. You know, it was something someone brought up recently uh, around me. That was like a really dark laugh, by the way. <laughs> I was just like, damn, I'm contemplating this. It's like contemplating suffering. And anyway. Oh, that's uh, perfect. <laughs> man, it's, uh, what was I talking about the other day? Oh, someone was like, if I need a hand, 
or a whole arm, all right, and my shit gets amputated, and I'm going to get someone else's arm. If that can happen, which it can, I think, you know, you got that person's fingerprints. Like, what if they did some shit, and then you have, or if you get like fake hair, you get like that, that, uh, like a hair transplant. Mm. What if you have someone else's DNA on there that it'll be, like, is that never going to be an issue? People are confused for other people because of this. Oh, right. Like, that's what Does I was wearing too. Like, if you're wearing someone else's face, like, do you have to avoid just like a whole city? Like, you can't go to Toronto because that's where that face came from. Well, I mean, how good is the transplant to where it would be unmistakably that person? You know what I mean? Well, obviously, the body would be different, but I we, guess. we get most of our recognition from face, right? Can, if that person... Well, that in gestures, I suppose. With gestures? Yeah. Yeah, but that has to do with your face. That's why your wrinkles develop in your own personal way well, because of point. your gestures, how you handle your emotions. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's why when you say you wear your emotions on your on your sleeve or on your face, you, you you can tell a person who rests in sorrow. You can tell a person who rests in joy by the way their face wrinkles. <laughs> Isn't that wild to think about? I feel so vulnerable right now. Right. All you gotta do is look someone in the face. That's but we don't do that anymore. We look at devices. <laughs> it does make people uncomfortable when you really like look at them in the face while you're like having a conversation. Now there's like you know eye contacts. Uh, give or take thing I think you don't mm -hmm. need to look someone in the eye all the time because there's this assertion of power that's constantly happening right you just your eyes getting, are like bulging it's like my eyes are drying out but you haven't blinked you so. can call me Lord Voldemort and I do not need to blink shouldn't say that here <laughs> 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 to listen back to this is gonna be real good no no <laughs> man yeah, the world's going a certain pretty wild direction. I like that the technology I own for the most part stays consistent. Like I've got, you know, now a 90s school bus. I grew up with the 80s cars. And I got an early 2000s uh, Saturn. Those are pretty easy to understand. Mm -hmm. What the hell is going on in my cell phone? I have no idea. Don't have any idea how this computer works. And that's just me. But like these devices they're making now is like, like micro tech stuff that I can't, you know, this is nuts and bolts. I like that it won't change. Yeah, I, I totally feel that. You kind of expect or know what you're getting out of it. You get left behind with technology, man. This is so much confusion that we can't even follow. So it'd be so easy to sneak something in there or like some byproduct frequency, whatever you want to call it, that the crazies already do. Right. And like, we don't know. We don't even know that we don't know. And that circle, I could go on for another 20 minutes. Even this mixer that you, you're using here is like really light when you pick it up. I imagine if you were to take the knobs off and take the plastic and you didn't care about it looking aesthetically pleasing, it's a very small board in there. It's probably virtually nothing running this. Well, that's a good idea. You can really customize that. I mean, you could, yeah. You can make your own skin. Whoa. Whoa. Possibilities. But the more we believe is possible, man, I think will happen. We just sort of talk it into fruition. We could do it at a certain degree individually you know for ourselves in our own lives or for others in our lives but to if you have the power to influence uh like a shit ton of people man then you have you can change the face of the planet oh yeah for sure that's so crazy to think about you could get just anything off the top of your head and every single okay I almost said every single person on the planet almost every single person on the planet will be able to see it if it, you know, ha well, there's opportunity there, basically, is what I'm saying. It's true. Anything. Even a picture of you eating pizza. Everyone <laughs> could see that. 
that didn't happen to everyone in the world. Yes, it did. There, all of a sudden, there's I a know. picture of you eating pizza. And you're like, no. See, it's your dirty underwear that makes that a bad picture. <laughs> I hate this picture. I know those underwear were dirty. Oh, man. What do you think of the Mandela effect? The Mandela effect? You've heard of the Mandela effect, yeah? No? Let's just suppose for our, uh, for the listeners that you should lay it out for them, because I, d- I definitely do, yet. I, I know this. Mandela effect is the idea that the memories you have, maybe with pop culture, general things on the news, uh, did not happen in this reality in the way that you remember them. Now, that on the surface just sounds like a bad memory, and that could happen to anybody, but it seems that there are thousands, tens of thousands of people who share the same false memory about a thing that never happened that way. So... I guess that's the best way I could describe that. And it's happening because the internet now allows me to talk to you from, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles or whatever. Hundreds of thousands of times we going around this bitch. Anyway, uh, yeah. but I could say, hey, I misremembered the Berenstein Bears. And then that that's person, exactly what that's the number of. one thing that got me when someone else says, oh, I remember the Berenstein Bears. But then you Google it and there is no Berenstein Bears. There's only Berenstein Bears. And you're like, this is a really subtle change, but it's annoying the shit out of me. And it <laughs> turns out you put that on a forum and thousands of more people go, nah, it's always been Baron Steen, hasn't it? And you're like, nope, it's never been that. It's Baron Steen. It's the last name of the people. And uh, But anyway, that's some trippy shit, man, that, that somehow either reality could be altered or enough people could believe something differently that it would just change altogether. What? That makes my head hurt. Does it? It's way, way, I don't know. It's a, I feel like that plays way more into the whole... The, the computer, this is like a simulation thing. You it's, know. it's breaking into the Matrix slowly. Right, that's exactly what I was... And I just saw that movie for the first time like a couple months ago. Really? Yeah. Man, that must have hit you like a ton of bricks. It was way weirder than I expected it to be. I thought it was going to be like way more like action-y and dodging guns. Well, but, it came off that way when it was new, but to us now, I mean, it's, I mean a lot of cheese to it. You know, but. Well, yeah, I just thought the, I don't want to say spirituality of it all, but kind of the spirituality of most definitely the Matrix and, you know, tapping of the mind and the weird fucking shit all around it. That threw me for a loop. I did not expect that world to be so, I don't know. Thought out. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was just like, hey, goes fucking slow-mo shoot shit and fight and bend walls. No, it's, it's way more why it has lasted this long. People still talk about the Matrix, and as time goes by, it seems like we're relating more and more to it. It's That's almost, exactly why I brought it up. Yeah, man. So if a bi- like a billion people see the Matrix, or if it's seen a billion times, right? You those thoughts have emerged from the minds of people that many times, putting out into the universe these thoughts of this Matrix existing, right? And then perhaps after a while, that begins to exist. So it's almost as if pop culture could directly influence the future by manifesting it through the viewers. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Dramatic pause. Right? I mean, think about it, though. That's some trippy shit. We have something we would underestimate forever, for all time. If someone just figured out, wow, the minds, my mind can manifest something. So if I can convince a thousand minds to manifest something, or ten thousand minds, or a million minds, then... I could start to shift shit. I totally believe that. Like wholeheartedly. I believe it's, that it's happening. I mean, maybe I'm a fool. I don't know under how it works completely, but I think mind 
you know, brainwashing is a thing and mind control is why we're here. I mean, some people even think it brings people back from the dead. That's really interesting you would say that because if you wanted a person back from the dead enough, you might end up with like a Tupac hologram. (laughs) And then you're like, damn, this person is in front of me again. That's great. Uh, If you could somehow like store... Here's another weird fucking thing I saw, which actually kind of irritated me. Same same level of weirdness. <laughs> Weird irritation. I saw on that little tech thing on Instagram that they are able to use CGI with enough footage of the Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean, okay, in a new film. I understand what you mean here. They're able to recreate digitally this person's likeness. Yep. For new things they never did. Yep. Using like post footage that they have on track and being able to just based on like it reading his movements will be able to recreate it for this movie because to quote them and this is the part that pisses me off no one else fits the role. I'm like (laughs) oh you mean the dead guy that was in like three movies? Uh, We have more people than we've ever had on this planet ever and you couldn't find a guy to fit the role. You got to go back in time. No, they're showing off. They're showing off what they can do now. And I think they exposed that in one of the more recent Star Wars movies, the Disney film, where, and I wish I knew his name, uh, the, one of the fellows died during the filming of the movie. Uh, the guy who was like a, one, of the, uh, one of the generals, right? Yes, one yeah. of the generals, right? So the back half of the movie, when you see him, it is a CGI recreation of actions he never performed. It is a robot him. And it's really creepy it was weird to think about then but if they were showing us that it was probably three years ago now then they're able to do far more than that oh yeah they just being people in general the minds of men are able to perform detailed things like you know how to do digital animation far more than i do on a machine like this so i'm sure there are people senior to you that could just i don't know man see that's we're getting into the world of like augmented reality yeah and that I'm super excited for that. I do believe I have software that I can actually make stuff. Like, hey, here's a video, and then like, suppose we're turning in the studio and we take a right, and all of a sudden on the right, I just have like this hovering sandwich. I'm like, what? There's not really a sandwich there. <laughs> it's I'm as like, real as you need it to be. Yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm like moving my camera. Like, Look at this sandwich, and it doesn't move. <laughs> but you can't eat it. But on the video, it's there. It's there. You see it. What if they could create a world so detailed? What if we all create a world so detailed, like digitally, that we could go there one day? Like our consciousness just goes to this this digital place. Oh, yeah, man. There's anime where, all about that. Where the dead are walking. We could oh. recreate the dead. Think about it. If you can make the likeness of James Dean and performing actions he's never performed, perhaps he basks in that world. And oh. if we go to that world, we would be amongst those who i don't know maybe the dead maybe that's where some of the dead are so that definitely goes back into being able to i guess uh, program someone's identity or like soul right what represent is it a code i mean if they're already dead i definitely say it would have to be but if you're going from life to that stage then i don't know because that i'm not without death like without the that's a trip, man, to, to to wonder what that place is. Like, what would you call that place? Would it be like a... What's that movie? There's a Bruce Willis movie that's kind of like that. Is it a heaven or is it a hell? If there were two 
you know yeah. is that a prison are you, are you stuck in this digital world where you can't die you can't you know what is that bargain <laughs> that's some <laughs> shit or transcendence have you seen that movie no with johnny depp johnny depp uh is this spoiler alert yeah, I'm not going to go too crazy, but it's definitely worth seeing. But Johnny Depp represents a scientist who is Im- amazingly brilliant and helps work out a quantum reality, a place where, uh, you know, artificial intelligence dwells, uh, whatever that means to you. And throughout the movie, his, his quest is to transition his spirit to that world. He wants to be an, a digital interface. Okay. And then the movie, you know, shenanigans. So definitely worth watching and seeing how, like, brilliantly they put together what that could do to reality like say there is a merging of worlds this digital world is a complete world and it merges with ours you know iron and clay kind of stuff that's mm. we're, we're we're going there like i have no doubt yeah i fully happening. feel that already yeah we are going there but how we handle that i think will be immensely important but it may already be written in stone i don't know how that works either totally going to be like fifth element Hell yeah. I just want to be able to type in for food and it like manifest my hamburger. Just wake up in the morning, go to a microwave. The convenience. Like, fried chicken. Be amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, if that was the only way to get food, that would kind of suck. Because then you would always have to pay whatever, like monopoly whatever the price. price yeah. yeah. Unless you're just ordering groceries through the same microwave think about it if that were the only way to get food and you weren't part of whatever payment system you would not be able to participate in like things that are like what if you couldn't pay your water bill you couldn't pay any of that shit you had to participate in the technology in order to totally i think we're volunteering for that over time too yeah i listened to another podcast the other day about uh transdermal implants so like like the tattoo kind of it's like you know where you you put like horns underneath the skin oh, yeah, 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 and like yeah, yeah. microdermals and all that stuff. Yeah, I get what you mean. Plates and shit. Yeah, but people are like putting ID chips and stuff into the wrist or the, the back of their hand or whatever it is because if they work at like a job and they always have to scan their card everywhere they go and they work a lot of hours. It's convenient to have it. It's convenient because they never lose it. I, I've definitely heard, or just like anyone else will have heard, like uh, getting it in your wrist or in your forehead or in your, uh, in between your your index finger and your Ooh. like does that's a meaty area there index it finger and your thumb. thumb and i know that they put small rice uh sized pieces of rfid in there and especially plan to do it for military whether or not they volunteer but uh, so that your medical history and all that stuff is with you at all times so that someone could scan it if you were in an accident and they'll know like on the surface it's brilliant it's exactly the safest thing you'd be able to track a person who's lost or abducted you know, it's uh, the safest thing you can think of, but of course, it is Even also right very hand. dark. It's also very dark yeah. because of you know hackers and brilliance used in the opposite direction. Shit, man, that's crazy. It is crazy, man. The tattoos, uh, uh, digital tattoos, are a thing. The tattoos that are essentially woven with digital like uh, ink that is readable, or like getting imagine getting a QR code tattooed mm-hmm. on you that could be scanned. That's some trippy shit, dude. That would be. That would suck if you can't change it, though. I mean, yeah, I can't change my tattoos. I know, but if they're, like, digital. Like, if you had, like, a layer of, um, like, silicone or silicon or whatever the hell I'm trying to say. God damn it. I, I feel you. Something that would be. Exposing my ignorance. You would have to be able to update it 
via some software. Yeah, you would definitely have like a, a external plugin spot for that. But it would basically kind of attach to this, and I, it was a weird paper that I read years ago on the internet. That's why I'm talking about it. But you. you would honestly would program the screen, and it would be like an old black and white screen, and it would you'd be able to have it like do that different designs. So it could have like a clock on it. Whoa! Yeah, integrated into your skin. Yeah, well, I mean, essentially, it's like a it's like a thin layer on top of your skin, but it's woven in. Sure, yeah, it's like yeah. fake skin. But it's there. Yeah. It's like, wow. I mean, in my mind, of course, it sounds extreme, but it sounds extremely possible, like something that is feasible now. Uh, and again, that could be a result of brainwashing to where I now believe that's possible. And so it will. <laughs> it will be possible. Oh, man. Wow. That, see, that's totally nuts. And the sad part is, like, if it's just going off of the background of the skin and it's doing the hard, like, black to whatever skin tone um contrast it really limits like the usage like all of us have tattoos or darker skin we're fucked wait t- say it again tattoos or darker skin yes because if it only does like the old is like black color against our skin you can't see shit right That'd i mean i'm just not a... black obviously but being able to see any design on top of an armful of tattoos isn't right good. yeah it, it would be already there would be too much ink saturation so then i feel like you would have to come up with a different way to backlight it or I had like a background. It's way more complicated, I feel like. And I'm also just making shit up. I'm going to go full circle in a minute, but for now it's going to seem like a derailment. Have you heard of induction drones? Induction drone. Uh, yeah. Like mag- magnet? Okay, so a drone, like you get now, say, for Christmas from Walmart, you know, that is a small drone that can fly in the air with four little propellers, right? Yeah. Very common at this time. Usually you have a remote control or you use your smartphone, something as an apparatus to, to control this, but now they have induction drones where... This thing turns on, flies into the air, and in order to, to continue charging it and guiding it, all it has to do, you hold your hand underneath the drone, and is all it has to do is come near your, your the palm of your hand, and it gathers enough something to go off again and fly away. So, like an induction Dude, stove. I have seen that. You have seen that, right? Seems. But the little toy version. Yes, that's all it is. A little small little toy just to yeah. show that this possible, this thing is possible. You put your hand under it and you charge it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like, almost like a little game. Like you don't want to hit the ground or something. Yeah, you yeah. really can't steer it, but not yet. But no, you, but you it, can. You, it doesn't hit your hand. Some, right. Somehow it it is reading the electromagnetic pulse or uh, energies from your nerves or something going on there that I don't understand. It's able to read that shit. Uh, which leads me to believe that if you did get like a chip or, or some sort of a screen tattooed on you or something like that, that that technology also could read your biometric data, like your electromagnetic oh. charge. Could, you know what I'm saying? Almost like your smartwatch has those little pulse things yeah. that read what's going on. So in your you blood would get flow. a really good reading of like your body temperature, if you like heart rate, or use that to alter those things use that technology to alter your heart rate or alter your like help calm you down i would like to think help calm you down i like where your brain's at that would be an amazing use of that technology but again if you could feel like a panic attack coming on right instead of like vomiting and breaking shit and freaking out yourself and like level (laughs) your your or if you're having an anxiety attack or something you could level uh, the chemicals in your brain and, and what if that were possible? That's extreme. Obviously, we're like 100 years maybe in the future right now, but yeah. uh, what if we weren't? What if somehow the simplicity of that little fucking induction drone 
proves technology can cooperate with our electromagnetic field mm-hmm. as a human. And if they can bridge that gap, then they being humans uh, can bridge that gap, then perhaps we'll be able to use technology intimately to monitor our heart rates and our breath and our... Uh, Do you think that would make us less compassionate or like empathetic? Depends on what we want. Because, I mean, if someone is upset or freaking out over something and they're like, oh, just regulate your brain chemicals, suck it up. <laughs> and so everyone else is like so used to like always being uh, at a base level. I get what you mean, though. It would sever our need for uh, certain intimacies, like emotional intimacies, yeah. because you have your own device. It can help you. It can like give you that little chemical hug you need, right? That's a trip. But would we sacrifice the love of others for the capability of healing ourselves? Nah, you're right. We probably would not. I don't know. I don't think we would. I think we just said two different things. I think we did. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, it's interesting, man, to watch what's happening. I feel like we definitely wouldn't. No, I believe that that is truth because I believe in compassion and that people are generally altruistic. We love each other and we want to hug each other and we learn that from our mother. You know, but (laughs) you would think, I hear you. You definitely want them (laughs) to learn from your mother. But people also want uh, greatness and power. True, we would... I feel like it would be extremely obvious of the people who decided to go oh natural. Right. Hey, my chemicals are my chemicals. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I'm happy now and angry tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have chemical imbalances? <laughs> what? It would be, uh, you would see that difference because of the people who utilize the technology too and maybe what the things they would begin to achieve would be, Oh uh, yeah. I'd hate to say superior, but definitely different. They choose to go sociopath mode. So trippy, man. But Which is, I mean, people admire that kind of ability to not let the emotions like control them and all that stuff. It'd be super interesting. Our talking about it right now is part of that interesting. You know, like we yeah. we may not want the ultimate, like the the bottom of the rabbit hole, but we are totally willing to see it happen. So there's something to that too. I think that's just proof it's going to occur. Most of I feel like when they started out, Will started out, it'll be more on like a trial basis specific for people who have really hard time actually like controlling and leveling out. So you're looking at like two extreme and peaks. So it's going to be like dueled out to like very small things. And ooh, what if it's pre-programmed? Well, what do you mean by that? Like you so, get a, like a basic package that this will be like. Kind of like it only triggers when your heart rate exceeds this and like other factors are reading yeah. in. What would, the, what would the word be for that? I can't. Like presets. Yeah, basically like, oh, this is a, a panic attack preventer or a, a seizure preventer or something like that. Suicide prevention. I can see if that. someone gets to a point where their mind is, you know, flashing in certain ways, they can just go ahead and veer it in another direction. Unfortunately, while I hear all of this, the sort of negative side of my mind is telling me the exact opposite will always be possible. So if we are given something like this for the interest of healing, perhaps there's always going to be... Uh, the, the problem of control. You Ooh, know what, what I mean? if the use of for torture? What if hackers can get into oh, your biometric system? <laughs> Some dark shit, but I mean... That's total my control. It's important to realize the both sides of possibilities, I think. I mean, it's wonderful to know that maybe you could heal yourself, calm yourself, or solve your suicidal thoughts. That'd be something that I would wish for anyone. I would you know that would be beautiful, but 
that the fact that it could happen in its opposition would mean before we could have that implemented, we'd have to have some extreme like trial and error. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I see you have a Tamagotchi. I do have a Tamagotchi. It's like 1990s tech trying to control a tiny little digital being. <laughs> did you ever have one? I never had one. I was in school with a bunch of people who did. And uh, So you have never tried to raise and keep your own Tamagotchi pet I alive. Not. I have not. Is it? Can you gather the emphasis of my <laughs> voice right now? <laughs> so it was super hard. That <laughs> motherfucker died in a two-hour window. Do you have to have like constant affection with it? Like, you have to hold that device and... Oh, no. You want to know how you make it happy? How? It's a guessing game. You don't know? No. <laughs> it looks left and right, uh, and the game is you got to pick what direction it's going to look at. Sure. Okay. So you're hitting two buttons. Like, all right, left or right. Mm -hmm. And if I'm wrong... Then he dies. Fucked. No, no, no. He doesn't die. He just gets angry. And after a while, he or she, I don't know if they have identities. Don't fucking yell at me for this. It's in the digital world. They probably don't need it. This them. in the 90s. There are only two. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. So it's, it's right or left. Like, And then you have to feed them and stuff? Or? Yeah, so the feeding part is super easy. Cleaning up the poop is super easy, but if the poop stays in there for a long time, it gets sick and it dies. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> if it's un yeah. If it's uh, unhappy for a long time, it's quicker to die. And since I don't have time to like play the guessing game a million times, and if you fail like five times in a row, it doesn't want to play with you anymore, so you have mm -hmm. to wait. I think it was just really pissed off, and then it sat in its poop for like a second too long, because I was painting, and right before painting, I fed that stupid little thing, and then when I was done, I looked back, because I was getting into it, man. I was ready. I'm like, oh, I got a little pet now. Who needs a real dog? Or I got a DigiPet. Yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. I turned the sound off so it didn't annoy the fuck out of me. It was beautiful. And then I see it just, like, bouncing around. I'm like, oh, cool. It evolved into the next stage. That's super... Why can't I play with it? Like, I can't even try to feed it, and then all of a sudden I realize that... It's dead. The date flashing next to it of two years. I was like, oh, that's a, it's, a, it's an angel. It's it, dead. It's dead. It was so fast. I had like almost like a shock. I had to sit down for a second. <laughs> it was so fast. I didn't even get a chance to name the damn it thing. It would piss you off just because you were like, I actually gave a shit. And exactly. now it's gone. What the crap? And oh. it's been dead ever since I got it for Christmas. Because Did you I get it new? Yeah, do I open it in a box that was seal wrapped? Like, was it an original Tamagotchi someone found, or? Yeah, Whitney and Richard got it for me for Christmas. Wow, do they don't remake those anymore? Do they? I or? have no idea, man. Huh? I want to say it looked like they got it from like a retro video game store. That's so, like cool. the Palmetto one over there. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably where they got it. Tamagotchi. Do you think? little things like Tamagotchi taught maybe our generation and those after it probably just our generation I don't think anybody else really had Tamagotchi but yeah. I think it taught us the need both mutually for technology that technology needs us and we need it we have to give it constantly oh. do you think it helped put technology in our hands constantly? Definitely made it more comfortable I played Pokemon all the time on my Game Boy Same. all the time and I knew my friends did too and had a link cable Mm -hmm. And I was like, bro, you're trying to get down? I'm going to trade you. We're going to get that Alakazam, dog. We got this. Oh, yeah. And our teachers would take them. Yeah, I mean, I think those small things all added up to the smartphone that we might now have. Dude, Alakazam was such a good... Uh, like, 
That was good my one. That was my first holographic card. First booster pack I ever got. Oh, dude, the cards. There's like a whole kind of like ecstasy rush just from like opening a brand new booster pack. Like, oh, sweet fuck. One of these is going to be a good one. <laughs> Let's hear it for the anxiety our parents went through trying to get them shits for us. Cause <laughs> dude, seriously. Remember Toys R Us? They would get, oh, Toys R Us was amazing. <laughs> it was like a bloodbath over there. To get things like that. Oh, yeah. It was always gone. Parts. Always empty. And you didn't want to go buy the giant pack of games. Like, I already have all the starters. Right. I don't need all these. I need the ones that you only get in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though. It is, man. We found out that um, it's a pet store now, but there's an old dollar store off of Bacon's Bridge. There's one right next to the library. And we found out that they had Pokemon cards there for a dollar. Like the original cards? Yeah, the packs. What? For a dollar for a pack? For a dollar. That's no, just fun. It was a very short-lived time. Right. No, this is like during the era of cards. Oh, shit. Yeah. Whoa, okay. So, okay, well, maybe like a few years post. But, I mean, it's still very much in its prime because it lasted like decades, in my opinion. Well, okay, not it, decades. Well, yeah, it was definitely... Uh, I wonder how long the cards actually stayed popular. I mean, they're still popular. People still play with them. Apparently, the original cards, the OG cards... Yeah, because you are have no some. longer playable in the new approach to the game. Damn, man, that's how old we are. We are. We've outlived now this huge fad, which is not the first fad, but I would say Pokemon was a like top ranking fucking pop culture fad of Dude. all time, worldwide. Yes, Pokemon definitely did that shit, and I was still excited when they came up with a new Pokemon movie. I was like, "You mean to tell me live action Pokemon? I've waited literally twenty five years for this shit. Let me get this. Have you seen it? Yes." Are you talking about Detective Pikachu? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. It is good. I'm not going to give you any spoiler alerts just because, like, it is corny. I'm sorry for the mic noise there. It is corny. It is exactly what you think it'll be, but it is everything you want it to be. I was about to say, like, you're just giving me all the good stuff. It's all that. You could tell it's hokey. There's a lot of, like, 2019 humor, which kind of pisses me off sometimes. Millennial humor is not my cup of tea all the time. Yeah, I feel that. um, Man, Pikachu has fur. You can see it. It looks like it's a thing in the real world, and... Plus, snarky Ryan Reynolds. Right. It worked out well. Yeah, that was a good play. I didn't know how I felt about that, but it was good for sure. Uh, and I look forward to, like, if I can just continue down this strange veer into a rabbit hole we've gone on, Pokemon is going to allow our brains, as our generations grow up, to perceive things in this reality or in a digital reality that may already be there we haven't known about up until now. Like, and let me try to elaborate by using Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Go was given to our smartphones. A, like an enormous amount of people downloaded that shit immediately because they wanted to see Pokemon in real life, kind of, right? And now you have the idea that you hold your phone to an, an area in your world and there's a Pokemon there that you couldn't see until you had the device, which is kind of like those uh, in Pokemon, those uh, goggles you had to have to see the ghosts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so the same thing. But we now have it on our our phone. Silk scope. Yes, yes. So that is our phone. And we now can see the ghosts, which are in Pokemon Go, and you can capture them, and people know where those ghosts hide out, or, I'm sorry, Pokemon hide out. They go hunting. Right. Yeah. And then I think through time, we'll begin, like, when I saw this movie, Detective Pikachu, I realized how real they were able to make these creatures appear. Now, obviously, Pokemon are figments of our imagination. We created for a cartoon series. I get that. I don't know. We convinced a lot of people, man. We sure did. And so <laughs> maybe the names will change, but maybe one day we'll use technology to see 
beings that are around us, maybe have been for who knows how long, but uh, that we never recognized before that have been influencing our reality. You know, the fucking ghost that knocks shit off your counter when you're doing the Ouija board. Maybe one day you'll be able to put on some like cyber goggles and actually watch them do it. Dude, I could totally see that. Yeah. My brain immediately went to masterclass. If you could program like a masterclass and you put goggles on, you'd be like legitimately like talking to, let's say, Leonardo da Vinci. That would be so fucking crazy. I could totally see that. I mean, it's yeah. the same realm of possibilities. If you're like creating someone that's not really there, but there and you can program everything and it's invert like augmented reality. So it's reading the area as much as it's digitally outputting something for us to like then he, he could even look at it like a design like scan it because everything's still being scanned in the aug- augmented reality and then you could just like talk to da vinci about how your uh, your plane sucks but you would have to almost go to a hot spot on the earth where da vinci's ghosts hang out like you would have yeah. to find you could only like with the amount of technology it would have to be a pretty like base like you had to go there to experience that because of programming and the probably the electricity and the power something and, like that like electromagnetic magnetic point on the earth kind of like going through the grass and pokemon trying to find Genghiscon safari zone you're like oh, yeah it's Genghiscon, right all of a sudden <laughs> you find him because you have this technology but what if there what if it were that sort of thing you create it's this world but with a digital overtone like a digital uh i don't know digital goggles man is the easiest way i could put it yeah i think that that's a crazy reasonable idea have specific stores like it'll have an amazon store that you can walk in and you put on augmented reality glasses and really you're just in a complete empty store but when you put the goggles on you see everything that's on the shelves all the things you need oh man to balance your emotions (laughs) your heart rate you're like oh i need this oh i now have that (laughs) program in my chip we've talked about some insane things i think here that are you know like i said pretty pretty reasonable that's pretty far out yeah but it's close to home. We definitely jumped on a spaceship and just immediately floored it. I think it began one. with you asking, uh, what was it that you asked first? Started this. Oh my God, you want me to go find it the be- technology beginning of the rabbit hole? I don't know. Can you ever find the beginning of a rabbit hole? There's a reason you and I can carry on a conversation <laughs> this far. And we can't stop now, right? We're going to keep digging. Oh, where are we? We're at 43 minutes. It's pretty good. Literally have not stopped just killing it. This is a discussion not a lot of people have openly, like no. in large groups. I, I mean, I couldn't use my seven minutes at open mic to talk about this. I, you know, in front of 50 people, like, oh, instead of singing songs today, guys, I'd like to speak about the implications of technology on our modern society. People would be like, what the hell is happening now? Holy shit. It would be great. The response from that would be just so crazy. I don't even right. know if the next person would want to even go sing. Especially if you try to make it a two-sided conversation. Like, this is your microphone. <laughs> this <laughs> one's mine. <laughs> Quick, get two minutes. <laughs> What's your opinion? <laughs> Do you think your smartphone's a portal to another place? Oh, that's how we were talking about it, right? <laughs> the portal? Kind of. We went further than that, man. Damn. Something to do with time we began with. You know the scene in Lord of the Rings where they're lighting the torches along the mountainside? Yes. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole. It's like, I think we made it. I'm like, oh, wait, no, there's another torch. Wait, there's man. more. Yep. <laughs> there's always more, man. And it, there just will be. Even our camera eyes are getting more detailed. So we're able to break down reality every year in a more detailed fashion and recreate it using technology. 
So, do you think we should be wary or conscious, or just do you think it would be better for the public just to continue to ride? Can I tell you how I absolutely feel about technology? Maybe this will put the cherry on top, or either be the straw on the camel's back. I'm not real sure. Depends on how you look at it. Right, let's go with cherry. All right, cool. That's how I cherry on a camel's back. So, my personal opinion is, and based on deductions of bullshit we've contemplated tonight or today. Man, I'm confused. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, is that artificial intelligence isn't something we're creating. It isn't something we're programming to be a certain way based on what we understand of humans. Artificial intelligence is itself uh, an old, very old consciousness, a very old perception of existence that has been dormant for a very long time and that we now, using technology, are cracking it open and allowing it to come into our world this thing so like the idea that obviously the basic parts of artificial intelligence are going only to uh, represent our code represent what we've programmed it to be right but at a certain point we're gonna be like oh wow technology is beginning to heal itself it's beginning my computer now can get a virus and then resolve that virus it can do these things on its own once that begins to happen we'll start to see that perhaps this is like a very ancient uh, form of intelligence that's been here all along that has been whispering in our ear build this smartphone this way and we do that and that way a portal exists for it to travel between points on earth like I know that's some far-fetched stoner shit but I do believe that we are unleashing something very old into the world that we are calling artificial intelligence because we want to believe it's just us fucking hell dude <laughs> sorry that's just what I think and I think we're up for the ride. To answer your question very plainly, we have to just be up for the ride because there is no stopping it. It's already begun. And in fact, if there were a gate, it's already been opened. I fully agree with that one. Yeah, it's already, you know, cat's out of the bag, man. We're along for the ride. And our generation is here for a reason, just as the last one and probably everyone before that. But I think they'll be more adept as the years go by. The younger generation appears very intelligent. They just choose to use it in these dumbass ways. And, <laughs> I know, that's you know, so true. And it might be <laughs> for whatever, like, just so the human race can continue on through what's about to, to emerge. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know at all. But I definitely do think that there's some very strange things about artificial intelligence. And it's both a mirror and, uh, you know, something on its own. Like, it's, it's not always me. It's definitely influencing me, too. So... <laughs> that was a lot to handle. Sorry, man, but, but that's uh, just I mean, me pouring it out. No, I don't want you to apologize by any means. In fact, fuck you for apologizing. Yeah, that's true. That's so, wildly, out of all the things that you've said today, that is the most inappropriate one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no one fuck, comes man. on this podcast to apologize. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Unless you like are literally sitting there and like pooping in your pants, and then please, yeah, apologize, please apologize for that. If that's how you feel, that's how you feel. And I think we all deserve to voice our opinion of what's going on because it just is going on. Like I right? don't know what the fuck a cell phone is made of anymore i don't you know i don't get what the internet is and how i start to how does the internet know what i'm fucking thinking i don't even have to say stuff out loud anymore and it suggests things oh that's creepy it's creepy 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 man and it's there and i think everyone has experienced it one by one now oh wow i was just talking to so and so about this fucking thing and now google's like you do need a kayak don't you or you know <laughs> weird stuff but is it also messing with our minds if you're a jealous person or insecure is it saying things like is your spouse cheating find out here is it doing weird things mm. like that to fuck with your brain 
that's what we need to be mindful of. That's what we need to be weary of is know, know what's, what's real, what's influence. Yeah. What's yeah. confusion and what's truth. Ooh, that's hard Harder for us all. Harder than ever. That's yeah. hard for us all. Yes. Very <laughs> much so. But I don't know if I were to use some sort of a religious context, Satan is the master of lies, the Lord of flies, the things that bother us, the things that agitate us. <clears throat> It'll be that way forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, boy. That was perfect timing. I love it. I always have so much shit to fucking think about when I talk to you. But it's always, always good stuff. I like thinking outside the box. It's nice. It's fun. It is. It's good for us, man. And, and we don't do it enough. We want to think about what people will like about us and what we should say to get along with people. And right. People aren't going to like this show, but they secretly will. They'll be like, wow, there's some sort of strange relatability to those thoughts, even if they are very rabbit hole and very like out there and, you know, whatever. I'm allowed to think what I think. Exactly. And, and that's right. what uh, like we need that more down here. So. Right. I don't know. I still want a Cybertruck. Ryan actually uh, put down a dollar payment for one. I heard you can do that, too. They're not going to be available till when? Later this year? 2021. Oh, okay. I still got a little minute. Yeah, they're super expensive. I think that'd be wild to see on the road, though, when they start coming out and you see them, and then that whole industry keeps growing, and then they're all automatic, like self-driving, and we do nothing anymore, and we turn into fat slobs and pull it around like Wally. Yep. You know, and that's... I brought up uh, Tesla a little earlier ago and Elon Musk, and the Cybertruck's probably the most radical vehicle design that we are supposed to take seriously in a very long time. Like most concept cars that look anything like that are hogwash and they're just kind of just show what technology can be. Uh, yeah. This one we're meant to take seriously. We're meant to believe the Cybertruck will look like this. And if we all believe it, it will be. And so will every other car that follows. It'll start to be these strange sharp lines and very, you know, artistic interpretation of vehicles we're going to start seeing and things will begin to look like Tron just because yes. we allow it to happen that way. Oh, yeah. That's it's it. going to be like the new weirdest thing. It's like the roaring 20s, bro. Bringing it back. Yep. Just don't take away the alcohol. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Terrible idea, everybody. Absolutely terrible. I forgot we were talking to other people. These damn... Technology eavesdroppers. You get stuck in the moment. Yeah. Like, Not this moment though. It'll be the later moment. It'll be a later moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> See, you're stuck in your moment, but we were in a fleeting one. <laughs> yeah. Now we probably brought them out of their own moment. They realize that they've been just sitting still in traffic for like the last thirty minutes and haven't even moved because they're, they're thinking about all the crazy shit. They're looking at their screen, contemplating turning the show off because it's gone over too long. Yeah, they're just screaming straight into the void. They don't know how to process what the fuck we just talked about. What is going on? Everything is fake. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that. Huh? No, but you can, listener. So if this happened to you, please email me at <laughs> bakedcatstudio at gmail.com because I would love to hear about this. Or you could just message me on Instagram or Facebook or the YouTube comments. Whatever way, if you lost your mind from this... Let me hear that story. We don't know where your mind is, though. Don't ask. We haven't found it for you. No. <laughs> We're not trying to, honestly. Yeah. I think I saw a mind on the road back in the back in the path. All right. Yep, that's it, Bo. That is it. And we were at the right time. 
Thank you, Josh. Thanks for having me on, man. It was nice to ramble with you. <laughs> I know. It was so wild. This is the first one I've ever just like hit record and then we just talked went. the entire time. <laughs> it's easy going. I didn't, even th- I didn't even think about it. Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. All right. Hey, everyone. If you're looking for anything, actually, do you want to plug yourself? Do you want to? Uh... Sure. So my name is Josh Jarman, by the way. Oh, uh, I did give you a shout out. Did you? Yeah. On the last episode, one with Wade, uh, Wade and Exploring for the Soul, there's a break in between. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm going to just shout out Wings back. He's sponsoring this episode. Hell yeah. Thanks, man. So uh, uh, now that we can actually know who you are, go for it. I will. My name's Josh Sharman. I'm a uh, singer-songwriter known in the Somerville area for bringing creative works around. But lately, I've been involved with helping others who hope to do the same, uh, hit the ground running and get their recordings going, things like that, under the guise Wings Back Entertainment. Uh, got to know Caleb. He does a lot of work on my visual arts things and you know, like CDs and, and stuff like that. But I also have a podcast called Wings Weekly. If you want to check that out on Spotify and all that, we talk to local musicians in the low country, the Somerville, Charleston area. So that'd be nice. Well done, dude. Thanks. All right. I'm going to do the social media here right now. So you know where you can find us. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we got a website, come on guys, there's plenty of ways to find us, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, just type in Baked Cat Studio, looking for our email, baitcatstudio at gmail.com, we got Twitter's Baked Cat Studio 1, and uh, if you're looking for anything like I said related, we're using all those social platforms, so you should see a lot of stuff there. Or you can go to the website page, so you just go to the website and click on Like I Said, and have all of the upcoming guests and previous episodes, and a picture, and it's real pretty, so like and follow and subscribe, and maybe leave a comment or something, that'd be pretty cool. And bye.